The Temple Fuel podcast is designed to provide inspiration, motivation, and a safe space for the woman trying to navigate through life's changes while on the way to her God-given destiny. My hope is that you leave each episode a little less tired and more inspired. Let's start the show. Hello, blessed people. Welcome back to the Temple Fuel Podcast. Welcome back. I've missed you guys. I hope you guys are doing good. Um, If you are new here, I am your host, Monica. And if you're not new, like I said, welcome back community. You know what we do over here. You know what it is. I have missed you guys. I have missed you guys. I don't know if you've missed me. I sure have missed you. I know you might be thinking, did she forget about us? Is she no longer doing podcasts? No, 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 no. But y'all know how it goes over here. We only speak when God tells us to speak, okay? We only speak when God tells us to speak. But I love you guys. I hope you guys are doing well. It's getting cold. I love it. I love this time of year. I love this season. I love the holidays. So I'm just excited. Um, I hope you guys are doing good, though. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope you are doing well. I am excited to encourage you guys today. I'm so excited that God is allowing me um, to encourage you all. That's what I'm here to do is to encourage you, to uplift you, uh, to give you whatever God gives me to give to you. So I love you guys. Let's go ahead and jump right on in today. I'm excited about, you know, I say this all the time. (laughs) I'm excited about today. I'm excited, y'all. So as you can see from the title, we're talking about there may be a disconnect. And as you know, or if you don't know, if you're new, we do scripture over here. We're going to read it. We're going to reference it. I encourage you, if you can, to grab your Bible, Turn turn to the scripture with me. If you can't do that right now, you know, uh, write it down so you can go back later. But I'm going to start with Matthew 13 and 13. OK, and as you know, we typically 30 minutes or less. So I don't know how long I'm going to be, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be less than 30 minutes. <laughs> All right. So Matthew 13 and 13 says, therefore, I speak to them in parables because seeing they do not see and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. And that's Matthew 13, 13, the New King James Version. You know, and if you don't know, I've said this several times before, but if this is your first episode, Jesus uses parable to review to reveal truth to believers and to hide truth from those who have rejected it. Uh, that is the entire reason, you know, why Jesus uses parables um, right then and there. And if you are, you know, if you want to get gain a further understanding of that, or if you just want to find proof, which I encourage you, you don't have to take my word or anyone's word, continue to read Matthew 13, read the 10th verse through the 17th. And then you can also read Mark 4, 10 through 12 um, for proof of that. And actually, Mark 10 through 12, um, you know, how we, we talk about section titles and things like that um, in the word of God, it says the purpose of the parables. <laughs> so, no, you know, what better way to confirm, you know, that Jesus is going to explain to you the purpose of a parable. But today's podcast is not about that. And I want you to understand also, uh, you know, what a parable actually is, is a story that teaches a moral lesson or truth. Okay, write that down or take a mental note. So a parable is a story that teaches a moral lesson or truth. And Jesus uses parable parables to reveal truth to believers and to hide truth from those who have rejected it. Matthew 13, that's 14 through 15. Let's keep reading. And in them, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, hearing you will hear and shall not understand and seeing you will see and not perceive for the hearts of this people have grown dull. Their ears are their excuse me their ears <laughs> their ears are hard of hearing and their eyes they have closed y'all gotta calm down I'm so excited lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears lest they should understand with their hearts and turn so that I should heal. 
them. That was Matthew 13, 14 through 15. For assuredly, I'm going to keep reading, I say to you that many prophets and righteous men desire to see what you see and did not see it and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. As you can see, and that was Matthew 13, I pretty much read uh, 13 all the way down to 17. And as you can see from the text, a hardened, unrepentful heart or a hurt heart is what and or a hurt heart is what is separating people from being able to perceive and hear. I'm going to say that again. As you can see from the text, we just read it. A hardened, unrepentful, hurt heart is what is separating people from being able to perceive receive and hear i'm gonna read it one more time as you can see from the text a hardened unrepentful hurt heart is what is separating people or individuals from being able to perceive and hear and you know you may be thinking well monica my eyes work i haven't had any issues with my eyes <laughs> my prescription works oh i have 20 20 vision my ears, I clean those daily. I don't I don't play about earwax. I don't play about hygiene. You know, you won't look at my ear and see wax. I'm, I'm a clean person. I think my ears working fine. I'm pretty young or I'm pretty, you know, doing all right, well off, whatever. You know, my ears work, my eyes work. However, in this case, we are talking about spiritually not being able to see and hear. And I have been talking about this and God is just continuing to press this on my heart to say and to repeat and understand this, people of God. Anytime God repeats, something there's a reason you might think i just heard this i heard it last week again don't allow your heart to become dull when god is repeating something don't get arrogant don't get irritated don't get frustrated if he's repeating it say god search my heart search my mind open up the eyes of my understanding so that i can see if this applies to me search me what can i do better what can i do differently am i okay in this area you know that's what we should be doing when god repeats himself um and we want to make sure that we're able to spiritually see and hear we're talking about spiritually speaking we're not talking about your natural eyesight we're not talking about you know your ears we're talking about spiritually and i want you to to, I want to talk about today signs that there may be a shortage in your connection because remember we're talking about there there might be a disconnect this is the season to get some clarity there might be a disconnect so I want to talk to you today about signs that there may be a shortage in your connection you know you possibly there may be a shortage in your connection if you're feeling disconnected from the presence of God and I want to emphasize feeling because we know scripture says God will never leave us nor forsake us. That's Hebrew 13 and 5. However, we can feel disconnected from him. He hasn't left. He hasn't changed. However, we can feel a very big disconnection from him if there is a shortage in our connection. So understand that. Number two, praying and not feeling the presence of God. And it really just goes back to the first point. But that is a sign that there may be a shortage in your connection. You're praying, you know, you're you're doing all the things you're doing, what you normally do. However, you're not feeling the presence of God. You're not feeling the presence of God. There might be a shortage in your connection. You know, it may be a shortage in your connection. Another point. Uh, that I want you to understand and, and take heed to, you know, that signs that there might be a shortage in your connection. Um, you're depending heavily on on a word from others. You're depending heavily on a word from others. And that can be a word of encouragement. That can be a word of correction. That can be a word of clarity. That can be a word of whatever, of affirmation. You There might be a shortage in your connection with God if you're highly depending on a word from others. 
And I think this is I, I just want to stay here for a minute. This is very, 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 very important that we do not get into this pattern. You cannot have people salvation. OK, salvation has been gifted to each of us on an individual level. And that is something that we have to profess and accept for ourselves. It's not something that anyone else can give us. It is not something that anyone else other than Jesus. No one else can save, truly save us other than Jesus. Um, so I want you to understand that depending on others to hear from God, um, there's signs that there might be a shortage in your connection. You're, you you got to go to such and such page first. You got to get the text confirmation or the text encouragement first. Uh, you got to whatever, whatever. I got to run to the church and talk to the pastor first. Not saying there's anything wrong with the things I mentioned, but that's the first line of defense. That's the first thought that comes across your mind. There might be a shortage in your connection. It's not as good as you think. You might be putting people in positions that God, that Jesus really wants to be in your life. Another sign that there might be a shortage is in your connection is you're so busy allowing everything to get in the way of time with God and seeking God. There might be a shortage of your connection that you're finding yourself so busy. Well, well, Monica, I got to work. God gave me the job. I got I got to get the kids ready. I got to go here. I got to go there. I pray for this. I ask for this. Don't let those things become an idol in your life. Don't let those things become an idol in your life. Plain and simple. The Lord isn't giving it to me any other way. Don't allow it to become an idol in your life. There might be a shortage of your connection if you're so busy allowing everything to get in the way of your time with God and seeking time with him. And this really goes, um, you really, really want to be careful. Um, it it kind of goes hand in hand with the last point, depending on a word from others, uh, you know, to hear from God. You're, you really want to be careful with that because you put people and you put things and you put places in a position that they are not designed to be in. You put them in God-like positions. And sometimes unbeknownst to you, we do it out of our patterns. We do it out of our habits. We put people and we put things and positions that they're not supposed to be in. We put them in positions that God wants to be in, that God should be in in our lives. Um, so we want to make sure if we're starting to do that, there might be a shortage in our connection and we want to make sure we're checking ourselves. Colossians 3 and 16. I love this scripture. I love all the word. It's just this scripture. God always gives it to me. And that just I love this word. It says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and in spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. I love that word. Let the let let the word of God dwell in you. We shouldn't be focused on other people, other places, other things. Um, you know, we should. I instantly be able to identify if we're not feeling the presence of God. We should be able to identify that and that should be something that is urgent on our list. So I want to talk about how to regain connection. Um, you know, I want to talk about that because, you know, I like to leave you with solution. There's no point in telling somebody what they're doing wrong if you cannot help them to correct it. You know what I mean? It's kind of, you know, you told me everything I'm not doing or shouldn't be doing, but you're not giving me some guidance. You might not be able to tell me everything, but you're not giving me any guidance on how to correct it. Um, so I want to help you with how to regain your connection um, again. So number one, number one, and we see this from the description. I'm going to go back and read it because I know I was moving kind of fast because I got real excited, <laughs> but I want to read it again. Um, that was Matthew 13, 14 and 15. And in them, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, hearing you will hear and shall not understand and seeing you will see and not perceive for the hearts of this people have grown dull. Their arts, their 
ears, why do I want to keep calling ears art? <laughs> their ears are hard of hearing and their eyes they have closed. Lest they should see with their eyes and, and hear with their ears. Lest they should understand with their hearts and turn so that I should heal them. So we're going to talk about how to regain the connection. Number one, repentance. As you've seen in the scripture, God said that they their hearts are dull. They 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 not really hearing me. They're not really seeing me uh, because they're, God uses the word turn away, turning away from what you're doing. And in most cases in the scripture, God is talking about leaving something alone, leaving it away. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, then I will hear from heaven and heal the land. God is talking about repentance in this scripture and in the scripture, uh, second Chronicles that I just quoted repentance. If you want to regain your connection, God is saying repent. And you might be thinking, I didn't do nothing, Monica. I'm not sinning. I'm not whatever sin, you know, that you know is a sin that's in your mind. I'm not doing that. So why do I have to repent? None of us are above repenting daily. We all should be repenting daily. If you are on this earth, you have breath in your body every day. Your prayer should be starting with and a part of repentance. None of us are exempt from asking for forgiveness every day. I'm going to say that again. I don't care the title. I don't care the position. I don't care who you're looking at. I don't care who you admire. I'm glad that you admire them and you respect them. However, every last one of us should be repenting daily. Daily, none of us is exempt from, from repenting. We should be asking for God to reveal anything that is not like him daily and asking for forgiveness for our ignorance of that. And when we do that, that is not an opportunity for us to be down on ourselves and for us to let the enemy kick us down or, or cause us to feel negative or inadequate. The devil is a liar. And I speak to that right now. That should not instantly cause you to start feeling down on who you are. God is the one who perfects us. He's the one who matures us. So we don't have to start feeling down. He knows we need help. He's with us. He gives us new mercy and grace daily. He don't give he wouldn't give mercy and grace to us daily if we didn't need it. You know what I'm saying? So understand that he gives it to us and it's fresh and it's new because he knows he needs it. And he's out here, you know, uh, um, um, straightening out our wrinkles, taking the spots out of us. That is why, you know, we get in the new grace and mercy daily. That's why we got to repent. That's why we have to have ears to hear and eyes to see. We cannot afford to be somewhere in a dark room without clarity. So we want to make sure we are repenting daily. Search it. Search my heart. Before we pray for someone else, before we concern, shouldn't be anywhere concerned about what someone else is doing before we say, God, search my heart. We should be asking God to reveal anything because sometimes we don't realize it. And that's why that grace and mercy is there, like I just said. So I want to make sure that we're repenting how to regain the connection. Step one, especially pertaining to what the scripture is talking about today. You know, we want to make sure that we are um, turning so that God can heal us. We don't want to have a, a we don't want to have hearts that have grown dull, hardened hearts. We want to we don't want a stony heart. We want a heart of flesh that's open. Think about stone. Stone, you can't get into stone. When God talks about, you know, turning a stony heart into a, a heart of flesh, that stone that that scripture has just left me, but I'm going to put it in the show notes. A stony heart, if you think a stone, it's hard to get into stone. You might hear me hit my hand. It's hard to get. You can't penetrate stone. I think of rock paper scissors. The rock is going pretty much just about, you know, demolish everything but the paper and even then technically you can't sit a rock on paper in it you know but anyway <laughs> but but stone you can't penetrate stone like you can penetrate flesh something think of a sponge that's the that's the metaphor that's the vision god has given me a sponge you can get water in this but you can pour anything in a sponge you know you might not like like the texture but you can you can absorb a, a sponge absorbs now it lets things out too and that's a conversation for another day 
However, it lets things in as well, okay? And it can hold a certain number of, of it has a capacity it can hold before it starts leaking. But even when a sponge leaks, oh, if the right thing is in that sponge and it leak out, another conversation, y'all. But anyway, let's get back to the topic at hand here. You know, we want to make sure, uh, like I said, I didn't, I didn't mean to get off there, but we want to make sure um, that we're repenting. We want to have a, a soft heart, a soft heart open to God, okay? Open to his word, not open to any and everything. We talk about this on just about every podcast. And again, God said, I ain't going to apologize for it. We repeating it because that's what God wants to be repeated for me, what he wants us to say, okay? Uh, or what he, what he wants me to say and what he wants us to hear. But, um, I'm just, I'm excited, guys. Uh, we want to make sure, you know what I mean, that our heart is a heart of flesh and not a heart of stone, okay? So we want to be repenting daily and asking God to reveal anything that isn't like him. Number two, and I had to stay on that one, had to stay on that one. Everybody should be repenting daily. There is no exemption from repentance. There's no exemption from repentance. If you want to be someone who is being revealed, like we talked about, um, if you want to, to, to for truth to be revealed to you and you're a believer, um, and you don't want truth to be hidden because you've rejected. God was very clear about that. He he he's not talking to everybody the same. Some people have rejected him, rejected his word, and they are in the dark. They physical eyes work, 2020 vision. Their ears, they can hear a bird a mile away. But spiritually, God is is literally, he could be speaking directly into their their ear canal. They don't hear a thing. That's a scary place to be in. I don't care about hearing a bird. I I, I don't need to hear uh, whatever, wherever, hearing God's voice, that's a non-negotiable. I'm, 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 I'm in panic mode if I don't think I hear God's voice. I'm, and this is an urgent matter if I don't hear God's voice. Forget hearing a bird or forget being in a, a good, you know, a nice mountain or outside hearing the wind. Well, I love to hear nature and birds chirping. Forget that. If I don't hear God's, God's, God's voice, all of that is not in void. So we want to make sure that we have a heart uh, to hear and to receive. Uh, number two, how to regain the connection, prayer and fasting. And I put next to that consecration because that is, is a part of consecration is praying and fasting. Not only is it a duty of the believer, of a disciple, it is also consecrated. We have to we have to be consecrated. There's no way around consecration as a believer, people of God. Uh, you know, consecration can look different for everyone, um, you know, because it's a difference. It just it can look different. I'm going to leave that there. Uh, we are we don't have a right to tell someone what they should not or should not be doing, uh, should or should not be doing. Consecration will look different for everybody. OK. Um, so we want to make sure that we are praying and that we are fasting to regain the connection. And we hear that. And again, when God repeats something, it shouldn't be passive. We should not allow it to be passive. You know, ask God, say, God, wake me up. I don't want your word to be passive to me. Open again. And it goes back. Open my ears. Open my eyes. Open my heart to receive, you know, because we don't want it to be passive. We want to make sure that we're hearing God and receiving God, especially for ourselves, for things that he wants us to change and create and to correct and to do better by because we will not be the people who preach or speak or teach or whatever you do and be a castaway, be out here being a hypocrite or doing the very thing that we're telling others not to do or that they need to change. OK, uh, so we want to make sure that we're praying and fasting and that we are consecrated. OK, we want to make sure we are consecrated in that. OK, consecration is for the believer. We, you know, consecration is for the believer. So if you want to regain connection, get to fasting and get to praying. Number three, guarding the gates, the ears, the eyes, and the mouth. We talk about it every time. Guarding the gates. Can't watch everything. Cannot listen to everything. Cannot, cannot say everything. 
You can't. You have to guard the gates if you want to regain connection. Get get real critical about it. And I know, you know, it ain't that deep. It's, it's always a big, you know, saying or whatever, but it is that deep. It is. Let's watch what we're listening to, what we're saying. You know, if you got to correct somebody and say, hey, you know, I respect you, but I don't talk like that. Or if you got to, they talk on one thing and you got to cancel it out and say something different, do it. We don't mean no harm. However, there's too much at stake. Some of us have too much power in our mouths to just let anything be said. And God's word tells us that life and death are in the power of the tongue. So we got to guard the gate. We got to be vigilant. OK, we got to guard the eyes, the ears and the mouth. I will go a step further to say the heart. Guard it. Guard it. Guard the gates. How to regain connection. And we also want to make sure that we have patience, patience in regaining connection. OK, you got to clear out. You got to do that soul care. You got to do that soul care. Have patience because we know God don't move in the timing that we move. He don't move how we move. We got to accept that so we can have peace. He's not like man. You know, don't let people sit here and, and tell you whatever. He's not like man. So we got to learn some patience and realize he don't always, you know, move at the timing that we want him to move. And he may not always move right at, you know, right the way that we used to him moving either. So we got to be open to that. And I know that feels like a lot of, of, of um, responsibility, you know, um, be open, though. Be open. Next point, how to regain the connection. Reading the word of God. Get familiar with his voice. God won't speak outside of his word. OK, and I've said it. I will keep saying it. It goes back to, like I said, you know, um, leaning on a word from somebody to encourage you, to correct you, to lead you, to guide you. We should not be doing that. We know people, you know, God uses people, obviously. You know, he uses people. However, if that is where you are running to first before you get on your knees and pray, if you're running to those sources, those resources and not the source, first and foremost, there's a problem there. So we should be reading the word of God to get familiar with his voice. That's, that's one of the first ways. If you say Monica or whomever or God, I want to get used to hearing, you know, your voice better, get in his word. Don't let the enemy tell you that it's too complicated because it's not. It's not. I speak it out loud. I say it. It's not too complicated. No, it's not. Then I want you to say that when you start to feel yourself getting frustrated with getting in the word of God, say, no, it's not. It's not too complicated for me to read the word. When those thoughts come in your mind, when the enemy tries to tell you, and sometimes it's just yourself telling you you're speaking negative, say, no, I'm not. I'm able to up, up understand this. I'm able, able to obtain the word of God. I can understand this. I'm very smart. I'm very intelligent. I can sit here and read my word. I can sit here and graduate to studying my word. I can understand what God is saying. Tell yourself that that goes back to those guarding the gates and what you say. You can sit there and tell yourself, you know, I can I can do this. I can comprehend the word and you'll start to comprehend it. I'm telling you, it'll happen because God will meet us where we are. He's not going to we're not going to ask him to understand his word. We're not going to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything be added. And he not he not he not come through. We're not going to ask and he look at us and say, ha ha, I'm not going to help you. <laughs> That's not the God we serve who's trying to to uh, not help us to 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 be better and to get closer to him. OK. So I want to encourage you to read the word of God. Get familiar with his voice. If you want to know God does not speak outside of his word. OK. And the more you read his word, I promise you, the more comfortable you will. You will be the more comfortable you will be in hearing the hearing the voice of God um, and the more confident you will become. 
So get in God's word. Get in God's word. Don't neglect to get in his word. I've mentioned it. You'll have to go back to a few other podcasts. Um, but I, I believe I've talked about it before. You know, I love the Version app. I've talked about that, you know, um, devotionals and things like that. There's ways to help you study. There are so many different study Bibles. I mean, some Bibles have full color illustration. You have commentary. There's opportunity to learn God's word. We cannot let any excuses get in our way, okay? So again, how to regain the connection. I want you to repent daily. Ask God to reveal anything that isn't like him daily. Prayer and fasting consecration is for the believer. Uh, guarding the gates, eyes, ears, mouth. I want you to have some patience with it. And I want you to read your word so that you can get familiar with God's word. I want you to remember there's signs there might be a shortage in your connection. And God can reveal, as you're repenting, as you're repenting, just doing that daily, God can reveal to you where there might be a shortage. You're feeling disconnected from the presence of God. You're praying and not feeling the presence of God. You're not hearing the voice of God. You're all over the place and unable to fully hear. You're depending on others to hear a word, to receive a word. And you're so busy. You're so busy allowing everything to get in the way of time with God, spending time with God and seeking God. And you can regain your connection by repentance, 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 repentance. If my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray and seek my face, then I'll hear from heaven and heal the land. Repentance. The land does not have to just be literal land. It can be a land, your land, your your land, your scope, your heart, your mind, your spirit, your soul. He can heal that land. Prayer and fasting, guarding the gates, patience and reading the word of God. Open your eyes. There might be a disconnection. It's time to regain connection. God bless you all. I love you all. I'm almost at my 30 minute mark. Be sure to subscribe for the next word of encouragement and I'll see you guys later. Have a good one.